something we very rarely talk about in society. We get to pick and curate what goes through our mind and how we want it to go through. Meditation, visualization, all of those things are all really about training that brain. Hi, and welcome back to the Clarity Cafe, your safe space to sit and have a cup of tea or coffee and get a little sip of clarity here with my Clarity sister, Callie. I'm Barb, and we're delighted to have you with us today. We appreciate all the interaction that we're having with y'all on social media. Please continue to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and comment and exchange information. Feel free to send us direct messages with potential topics that you would like to hear about. We're always interested in what's going on out there in the world of our listeners and the people that we love to share with. Also, you know, if you could continue to uh, share with your friends and and, uh, leave comments and reviews on the podcast, that would be amazing as well, because our point is to kind of get this word out a little more and and be able to create a more of a community where we can share our ideas about how we get a little clarity. Now, in our last episode, we chatted about truly listening, which was, uh, how's that going for you? Have you been spending time listening? And do you find that that's made a difference in your day-to-day life? We'd love to hear about that. And in this episode, We're extending that idea of listening to talk a little bit about the voices in our heads and how we can bring some clarity and some calm into those conversations. That's a really valuable thing, and we're super excited, I think, for exploring this topic and starting to find a little more calm in our days. There are voices in my head and they all have personalities and opinions. (laughs) And I am really excited to explore putting all those voices, sitting them down at the table and naming them and defining them and determining what order I let them have the microphone in. In other words, (laughs) I like that, you know, there's one microphone. So they don't all get to talk at once. They have to take turns. And having some rules and guidelines about what types of voices I listen and interact with and which ones I go, yeah, (laughs) I've heard this story. I'm not hearing it again. (laughs) So fun to dive into this. And I want to encourage those of you that are listening, whether you're in your car, just taking a little clarity break, or maybe you're taking a walk and just listening and hanging out with us or cooking some food or whatever it is you're doing right now. Let's take a deep breath. Let's be grounded or connected to the center of the planet from the base of our spine into the center of the planet, just really grounded and allowing ourselves to just let go down that grounding cord. Anything that comes up that's not helpful for us, we can let it go at any time. So I just want to encourage you to use that skill now. And um, something comes up as we're talking or voices get real loud, we can just let it go because we're about to curate our mindset. And I love this topic. So useful. And 
I think the most challenging thing to do is to really be able to acknowledge, first of all, what are all those voices? It's not just you that have that. We all have those voices in our heads because we all have a lot of different thoughts and conversations and influences and and those tend to get very busy as we're busy in our lives. And as we start to settle in and ground and have a seat at the table and let everyone have a seat at the table and the microphone is passed from one to another, we can start identifying them and figuring out when it's appropriate for them to speak. Not in a controlling way, but in a let's all have a better understanding by being quiet and listening while one voice is being heard. So it goes back again to listening, but listening within our heads and listening within the context of how we're thinking, we'll just find that things might be a little more clear and a little more present because some of those voices might be voices from when we were five years old. And while those are valuable voices and we want to acknowledge them, they might not be the one that's most relevant for this present moment and for the things that we're going to take from this moment. Yeah, that Girl Scout voice, it's being a good girl and trying to do everything right and uh, get all her badges and all her stickers and like all of that stuff. Like she's, in my mind, I love her, but she's she's not my age, right? She's a different age. And so her perspective is a little bit limited and it helps me to acknowledge that she's going to come to the table sometimes or that I'm already kind of letting her do the talking out of my mouth. And I might want to reel that back a little bit and take a more adult approach. So, (laughs) so it's so true. There's like the part of when to listen to those voices. And for some of us, we might just now be coming aware that we have these different voices in our heads and that they have different opinions and personalities and experiences and, you know, have perspectives that inform us and sometimes maybe even confuse us. And so, if you're there, that's cool. Just come along for the ride. You might have to listen to this podcast more than once just to really, you know, take in and and figure out what works for you of this conversation because it's a it's a robust one. And then there are times that actually listening to that voice may not be so helpful. So for example, let's say I'm doing something that requires really strong focus. And in that moment, I would say maybe the inner skeptic voice or the one that's like concerned about this is not going to work. This is not going to work. This is not going to work. Well, that's in a voice I just ignore. But I have to first acknowledge that it's coming up and go, oh, yeah, you heard that story. I hear you. You're afraid it's not going to work. Now we're done talking. And it may just kind of get quieter in the background and keep going. But I bring my attention to my focus on the task at hand, and I bring my attention to another voice or another perspective, which is I'm grateful I've had all the experiences that's brought me to this moment to be able to do this thing. And I'm going to succeed in doing this thing. And if I do fail, I'm going to support myself through it. So no matter what, it's all going to work out and it's all good. And so I've brought my attention away from something that makes this experience much less enjoyable and brought it on to something that's going to be that calm, nurturing, inner voice 
that's got my back. No matter how the outcome is, I've always got, that voice has always got my back. And so I'm practicing keeping myself in that state while doing this focused activity. Yes. And in reality, what that takes you to is a much more direct line to clarity, right? Mm. Because if you try to ignore that voice of that, of that Girl Scout that wants to make everything perfect and, oh, or this is going to fail. And you just sort of say, that's not relevant. Let me just move ahead here. That voice is still over there at some level, right? It's still in your consciousness. And it's just like, like uh, when, you know, your dog barks and you're, and you say, is there someone at the door? Oh, if there's not, then thanks for your service. And now you can be quiet, right? So you're just acknowledging that that's there. And then that five-year-old that never got heard finally feels heard. And maybe that voice won't be there so much anymore because that's all it needed. Just needed to be heard and acknowledged. And then you're able to be more in the present and move forward because that's what you were going to do anyway. But now it's just much more smooth and there's less static and there's less barking. <laughs> <laughs> there's a very funny subreddit called Oddly Specific. And I would say that that would be <laughs> fall under the very oddly specific item. I love that you brought that up, Barb, because that's what just happened. Just right? happened. We're podcasting. <laughs> Little Lilu there decided that she needed to... Um, bark because she's still trying to figure out when to bark, when not to bark. So I walked out, I opened the door. I said, is there actually somebody barking here? And I look out the window and I don't see anything. I'm sure she heard something and she's just trying to learn like at what proximity do I need to alert you? So I said, yep, thank you for your service. You don't have to bark anymore. And then I came back in and sat back down and got to go back to podcasting. So one of the things that I will say is in that case, she was quiet and that was enough. But there's a next level sometimes with the voices in our head where I might have to go another step. So if she continued to be fixated or that voice continued, then one tool I would use would be to redirect. So in the case of her, I might need to, you know, because she's still a puppy, I might need to give her something to chew on or something else to do or, you know, go throw the ball, but I was podcasting. So luckily she was quiet. But if that wasn't enough to stop that barking or that conversation, then I need to redirect her onto something that works. Now, in the case of our brain, I'm going to go back to that example. If we've got some fear or risk or failure pictures or concepts coming up while we're trying to do something, then the redirect would be putting my attention on and actively working to cultivate a voice of you. It is so cool. You have this opportunity to do this project, this thing, whatever it is. Really grateful for all the experiences and education that has brought me to being able to do this thing. And it's big enough that it's got me in a little fear. That's super cool. Cause if it wasn't something that was you know, trying or doing that next level thing, then uh, I wouldn't, you know, have all these feelings. So it's cool that it's a big next thing that I'm doing. And even if it doesn't go the way I'd like it to go, I'm going to learn something and I'm going to grow from it. And either way, I'm not going to abandon myself. So I'm safe no matter how the outcome is. I will deal with whatever it is so I can succeed. And that's where my attention is. 
And even if I don't have what I perceive to be a success, I'm going to make it a success and a win. And so I may have to actively have that conversation with myself until it becomes automatic. That becomes my default inner voice. So for any of you out there who feel like you're constantly battling the voices in one's head (laughs) and that they tend to be on that more negative tone, anxious tone, whatever it is, I encourage you to cultivate that more chill mindset, that clarity, and cultivate that inner voice that says, hey, it's all good. How cool. Got an opportunity. Let's get it done. And and work that space. That would be the redirect. And then that would become your default when you approach new situations over time. Exactly. Yeah. It's very seldom that, you know, if you're talking about dog training, that that you're just going to do something once and then the animal's going to understand it because their perception, while they have high intelligence, is different from ours. They're not as verbal, although they bark, right, if you're talking about dogs. But they're they're figuring things out. And the same thing for, you know, the different voices that you have. They're trying to figure out where do they fit into this community because they're still a part of you. And so they sort of gently and with love hearing them and then knowing and that's not exactly what's happening now. So while that's valuable information, I'm actually going to keep moving forward. And over time, that voice might become a little less present and a little less noisy and a little easier and, and require less attention. And the other point that you were making there is that no matter how the, how the situation turns out, you know, there's a saying in Silicon Valley that that you learn more from your failures than your successes. So people that have had, you know, startups and and businesses that have failed are considered very valuable because you learn those lessons. And so, you know, that concept of whether it's winning or not is all in our perspective because whenever we've learned something, and then we've we won. So the learning is what informs how we move forward. Mm, learning mindset. I just love that. And the neuroplasticity, the brain flexibility that that learning mindset gives us. So when we think about learning more about the voices in our heads, uh, listeners, I highly encourage you when you get a chance, to, when you get a chance, just get a piece of paper or open up a new document and just jot down what are some of the voices in your head. Maybe even draw a table, like a little square, rectangle, however you want to do it, and put circles around it for each voice that you notice that comes to the table and kind of get a sense of who takes up more space or dominates the conversation. Are those the voices that you'd like to have dominate the conversation? Is the optimist ever there and blindsided? (laughs) You know, it's not always about fear and risk. It can be the opposite where like, oh, it's all going to work out. It's all going to work out. And then we get blindsided because we're not letting a a more deeper, robust perspective to come forth. So just jot it down, name them. I mean, whatever names you want to give them is good, you know, and then begin to just observe what goes on in one's head. And I've often said, don't believe everything you think. (laughs) (laughs) And these conversations, these voices, you get to choose which ones you interact with. So if we think about our attention, let's imagine two raised garden beds, okay? Like two boxes with dirt in them. 
One is just all weeds, stickers and whatnots. And the other one is like vegetables and fruits and things that will nourish you. If you're standing between the two, the sun is out and you have a hose and that's the hose is, is on and there's water and we're watering full blast. The question is, where do you want to put your attention? If you turn to the weeds and you just stand there with your attention, which is the water hose, we're just watering all of those weeds that is just going to kind of cause more pain, cause more challenge and, you know, create some not so enjoyable perceptions of our reality, right? If we take our attention and learn the habit of putting it in the garden where there's food and things that will nourish us, then we're wa- we turn that water hose over to that garden where the food is, and that's what we begin to nourish. Now, maybe we've got some weed in that garden and we want to clean that up. We have full permission to do that. It's something we very rarely talk about in society. We get to pick and curate what goes through our mind and how we want it to go through. Meditation, visualization, all of those things are all really about training that brain. So as we sort of close this conversation out and we look at, you know, going forward, one question you can ask is what have we been watering lately? And what do we want to, maybe it's perfect what we're watering and we love that, or maybe our attention hose needs to be redirected onto things that create a more stable, loving internal dialogue. Mm, What are we cultivating? That's actually a great exercise at the end of the day to sit back and sort of say, what did I cultivate today? Make a list. Did I cultivate understanding? Where do I wish I'd maybe turn my attention a little bit differently? Not judging, but that's the way we sort of see what we've cultivated and then can keep moving forward. And, you know, there's lots of different ways that's described in different cultures. You know, which wolf do you feed? courage or fear and all those kinds of things. We've lots of different ways we describe that, but I love the garden analogy. And so let's think about that. How, how are we cultivating clarity and calm and love and fun in our lives? Well, that's it. Hey, Clarity fam, this is the final episode in season three. That's a wrap. We made it. what a ride it has been we are so grateful to all of you whether you're listening whether you've left us a review or not if you haven't go ahead and do that please because we're growing and we have some new goals of growing we have over 55,000 downloads of our podcast so far and it's just a little baby podcast that is just We are super grateful and we have some goals for next year so that we can bring you more content and uh, we're going to be soon launching a Clarity Cafe store with some really fun cups of clarity and things. So we've got a lot of great things coming for season four and we are supported 100% by listeners like you. So please like our Facebook, Instagram, we're even on YouTube now you know, get engaged in our social channels and share with us. We want to hear from you. DM us if you've got some podcast topics you'd love us to have. And for the downloads, we like to grow and spread the word and continue to grow and bring more content. So if you have an opportunity, please, if each of you shared Clarity Cafe podcast with three people, 
who begin to download and listen. It would grow our base and help us to bring you more fun, more clarity, and more chill. So with that, season three is a wrap. Take what works, leave what doesn't. Listen again if you want to. Like, hey, there's some, sometimes I get new things out of these conversations every time I listen. So uh, that's a really fun part of that. And um, until next time, be well.